Welcome to the First Right Podcast, the weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today we are joined by Garland Favorito, a name you may not be familiar with, but someone who has been remarkably successful at attempting to get to the bottom of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Mr. Favorito, a longtime election and transparency expert in that state, has convinced a judge to allow examination of nearly 150,000 ballots in Fulton County, where many believe election fraud might have occurred. So welcome, Garland, to the First Right Podcast. Thank you, Doug. It's great to be on. All right. So love for you to tell us about yourself and uh, what got you to where you are today. I'm a career IT professional and uh, been in information technology for my entire life. Uh, and uh, I have uh, started an organization called Voter GA, which stands for Voters Organized for Trusted Election Results in Georgia about 15 years ago. It's a nonpartisan, non-profit, all-volunteer, dues-free organization. And we have kind of led the election integrity movement in Georgia for the last 15 years. And that uh, kind of led us into the very suspicious surroundings uh, involving the November 3rd presidential election. And that's kind of how we got involved. And it was just a natural outtake from what we normally do. Yeah. Okay, great. And so then this effort that you're undertaking, so a lot of people have failed at this before. And so this court-ordered examination piece. So uh, tell us, how did you get this to succeed and get to where you are? Uh, I think the first key is simplicity. We have a very simple suit. It is the fact that, uh, that we have four sworn affidavits um, that the from senior poll managers that they handled counterfeit ballots in the Fulton County audit. And they believe that they're counterfeit because they were mail-in ballots, but they were not folded from being mailed. They were not marked with a writing instrument. They were on unusual paper stock. And they were marked exactly the same way in the down-ballot races. So all of those uh, different characteristics led them to believe that they were counterfeit. And that's uh, basically the, the, the essence of the lawsuit it's a very simple lawsuit. Either they're counterfeit ballots or not. Uh, it's something that's very easy for a, a judge or court to understand. It's not an, an esoteric type of claim where uh, we, you know, foreign interference may have uh, flipped the election, uh, which even though that could be valid, it's difficult to prove. So I think the simplicity is, the, is one of the keys to success. The other key is that we are very confident in our local attorney, Tom Todd Harding, who understands constitutional uh, law and election law and, and Georgia's complex sovereign immunity changes. So I think those are all some of the reasons why we are still alive and some of the other lawsuits didn't, haven't made it so far. Yeah, and I think that simplicity thing, I want to go to a graphic that we have here that kind of goes through the steps of a little bit. It's, it's what you were talking about a second ago, uh, and it, it's, it's easy to understand, and you just have to kind of go through it. So I'm going to talk through this real quick. It's up on our screen here. So uh, uh, one, at the full hand count audit, four counters who were highly experienced poll workers noticed mail-in ballots that appear to be fraudulent. Two, these mail-in ballots had no mail increases, differences in paper stock, and contained perfectly filled out ovals that appeared to be marked with toner instead of a writing instrument. Three, counters were not allowed to discuss these potentially fraudulent mail-in ballots with motion with monitors like myself during the audit. 
And four, there appear to be thousands of these ballots, and it is imperative they, do, they be independently inspected immediately or the voters will never have assurance that the presidential election results are correct. So, like you said, simple. And the great thing about this, too, is that uh, the judge that we're talking about here, he's no, uh, you know, there, there's, there's a Democrat background with the judge, too, right? That's, that's the other side of this being so definitive. Yeah, and I, I wasn't really aware of that at the time. So um, I, I think that, that there is something to that. But the judge has been very, very fair. Um, he's, uh, he's slow. Is, uh, and it's painful, but he wants to cover all of his bases, make sure he's doing the right thing. He's been fair to both sides. Uh, you know, the wheels of justice are slow, but they are turning. And right. uh, every every month we get a, a successful uh, ruling of some kind. We got conditional approval uh, to do the ballots in March. We got the ballot images in April. And in May, we got the, uh, the final approval for the ballots. Uh, and then uh, suddenly, the Fulton County made this l a couple of last-ditch efforts to try to stop us. So uh, we'll go back to court in June on the 21st. But yeah, you you said it exactly right, and the, that was a great uh, summary, uh, better than I did actually. Uh, so, uh, but the, the key one of the key point things that you meant to mention there was the 10,000 uh, or the thousands of ballots. Uh, there could be thousands of these, and according to the affidavits and that is more than the uh, difference in the election. So we have to find out what the truth is, no matter what it is, and, uh, and then everyone will know, and we, yeah. can, we can rest assured. Yeah, that's what we say around here a lot. The truth is everything, spread it everywhere, right? And without that, we're all, we're all yeah. in big trouble. So, um, you know, go to talk to the, the ferocity of the opposition on this whole thing have you been surprised at uh where people have gone with their uh, their opposition of you on this well what's interesting is that the it, it the opposition you know people think that the opposition is democrats versus republicans that's your that typical thing okay we're nonpartisan. our opposition has not so much been we, we in fact we haven't had any opposition in georgia from democrats you know they, they most of them here believe in election transparency our opposition has come uh from the establishment of both the democrat and republican parties specifically the fulton county election establishment which is controlled by democrats and the uh secretary of state's office which is controlled by republicans as well as the attorney general these these establishment groups are the ones who are opposing us um and we're not really all that surprised of it because we've seen this for 15 years but it's not it's not a democrat versus republican it's a it's a it, this really comes down to the establishment versus the people of georgia that's what it's all about yeah yeah that's a great point and uh wouldn't you say too that piece of it is all motivations because at some point They've all, the establishment has said, hey, it was fine. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. You know, we, we did a great job with this election. What are you talking about, right? So they they have this huge vested interest now in that being accurate, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, and, and, and they will not back off of it, and they won't just continue to throw up every roadblock that they possibly can to stop us because they're, they're totally committed to these results regardless if they're right or not absolutely so let me ask you with these results that you're seeing in georgia then uh 
Do you think this is the kind of stuff that's that's been happening in other states as well? Uh, what's your take on that? Are these same issues out there in other places? You talk to any other anybody else in other states that's uh, other states that are going through what you're going through? Well, uh, I was I was out in Arizona last week, and we were looking at their audit to try to make sure that we could uh, incorporate anything that they had that we thought was good. And uh, you know, they've gone through a very similar thing where they were opposed by the county just vigorously, maybe even more so than, than we have been here. And uh, they, you know, have been opposed to you know, some issues with the secretaries of state and so, you know, there. Um, but in Michigan is another classic example where the secretary of state and the attorney general ganged up on Matt DiPerno. Uh, just, uh, I, just absurd corruption uh, that they would be opposed to election transparency so vigorously and trying to uh, stop a, a, an attorney who's just trying to get to the bottom of the, of the case. So we're seeing the same thing here in Georgia uh, with, with the attorney general, who did not need to file an amicus brief in our case, but he decided to anyway uh, in support of the Secretary of State. He, he only is obligated to defend the Secretary. He's not obligated to uh, be his attack dog in a, in a lawsuit in which he's not even uh, a named party. So uh, it's, yeah, we have seen it in, in other states as well, and it's, it's a really sad thing. Yeah, isn't it amazing and interesting that when you bring transparency to something, a certain group of people don't want that? You know, and, that, and that's, that's when you know you're onto something, when there's like, yeah, I just want to show everybody what happened here, and then there's all these folks that, hey, let's not talk about that. Let's move on, you know? Well, exactly. That's what we said. How, how can you be against election transparency? Right. I mean, Republicans and Democrats agree on it, but the Secretary of State and the Attorney General are opposing us, and they've put the entire state uh, on record as adamantly being opposed to election transparency in Georgia. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, how about it? So, so in general, what are some of the reforms that you think would be beneficial going forward, knowing what you know at this point? Well, in reforms in, in regards to Georgia uh, mm -hmm. election procedures. Yeah. Well, the one thing, first of all, we lobbied extensively for three reforms that we think, and they're all transparency related, which we got one of the three. The first one was to make the ballot images publicly available, and these are the ballot images from Dominion, and uh, uh, we got those. We also wanted ballots to be publicly available. So we, nobody would have to go through a lawsuit like we have gone through to do this. So that was a second thing that we wanted. And then the third thing was we wanted server images to be publicly available. So that means the election server image. And the way that works is it would be so easy and if you just took in a, a sealed media device to your elections director in your county, the, elections director could put that into the election management server uh, with you know, knowing that it's safe and secure because it was sealed. He could copy uh, off the image of that server, hand it back up to you, seal it back up, sign it, and uh, that's a you know, certified copy of the image of that server. It would take maybe about a half an hour to an hour to run that, and the, and the county elections director would not even have to be present while it's running. Uh, they would just have to start the job and then pick it up at the end uh, and then you know seal it up and hand it back to you you could take it for a forensic exam anywhere in the country that you wanted so that's the way it should work it's very simple we're trying to get those three things we got one of them we'll go back 
and try to get the other two next year before uh, the election in 2022. Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to me. Ultimate and transparency right there. And maybe, maybe you're like me. Every time I keep looking into this more and more, and we're doing a lot here for election integrity, you get the feeling that, wow, there's been a lot of cheating going on for, for years and years. And, and most of us have just been, you know, maybe, I don't know if it's uh, naive or gullible or whatever else, and saying, ah, everything's fine, we just keep moving along. But now it's like the bear has been kicked, right? And we're all looking at everything going, wait a minute, this doesn't, this isn't the right way to do this. We should do it like that. And so people like you are super engaged, but don't you get that feeling? The more you dig, dig into it, you're like, wow, there's a lot of room for cheating in this thing. Well, yeah, it's it, like you turn over a rock and there's, there's more and more uh, that's come out of it. I'll give you one example that we can talk about. Um, you know, we, we, we came into this looking for counterfeit ballots because that's where the evidence uh, went. But we've also learned, and, and we kind of knew this going in, that the audit results don't add up. Uh, so in other words, there are results in the certified Dominion counts that for which there appear to be no ballots or no tally sheets from the audit. So that's something that has to be explained, and uh, we have not been able to, to uh, you know, get quite there yet. And that, that will, once we get the inspection, we'll be able to un, you know, investigate that a little bit more deeply and find out what happened there as well. Oh, yeah. There's lots to look into, that's for sure. So, well, hey, great stuff, Garland. Really happy to meet you. And so uh, what can we do to help you over here at uh, Restoration Pack? Well, uh, you know, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on. Yeah, Restoration Pack is, is doing a uh, you know, great service just to have us on to begin with. Um, we... Uh, basically uh, need to donations of oj.org is is a, a resource where it has all the information about a lawsuit all the hearing information is up there a legal briefs and you know you can get up to speed on the case and then uh we are uh, 501c3 and we need donations to stay alive and we have funded this on the backs of of the patriots with small donations we don't have a lot of big money but the patriots in Georgia and throughout the country have kept us alive, and that's why we are, are able to succeed in what, in what we're doing. It's from these small donations that keep coming in, and we're really grateful uh, to the, you know, all, the, all, all the people out there that have, that have donated, and, and we're grateful uh, to Restoration Pack for having us on. Yeah, well, good stuff. And I would ask all of our supporters to go look at your stuff, and if you feel inclined, donate, because this is exactly the patriot stuff. That we need to do all over the country so hey well great work we're gonna ask you to come back on at some point and give us an update and uh and see how things are going but but hang in there okay thanks so much i'll be looking forward to it all right thanks garland well all right that's our show for today thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media don't ever forget working together and staying diligent we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness so until next time let's all keep praying that god will continue to bless america First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash first right or text first right to 1-312-820-9167.